0: Good morning, everybody, and good morning to those of you that are online. Um, it's just been amazing in the hall. Our prayer time this morning, we could barely speak for the presence and the peace of the Holy Spirit. It was just so beautiful. And then Rach and Rosie and Johnny, thank you so much for that beautiful worship. Just such a sweet, sweet sense of the Spirit. And then Odds and, and Oliver for coming up with the word God is in this place, and he's moving. So, so let's just take a minute to, to quiet ourselves before him to think of the words we've been singing, the word that's come through, and to nail anything you've got to the cross now, because that's what he's invited us to do. And you will notice that it's communion this morning, so if you're at home, don't forget to have your bread and wine ready. But um, we'll be doing it at the end of the message, so don't worry, we haven't forgotten about it. I've called the message this morning, Live Like David. Why was David the greatest king ever? And why did God call him a man after my own heart despite his mistakes? And there were many. It's because he listened to God, he prayed to God, he trusted God, and he responded to God's call on his life. When he did things his way, he made mistakes. When he did things God's way and trusted him, no matter how long it took, he had success. I really want to live like David, and I want this for our Grace family too. So today, I thought we would stop and listen to some of the words God has spoken to our church. And see how we are responding. So, I'm going to ask Marty to come up and share the dream that she had in May last year—a really, really powerful dream. Yeah, it's on. It should be green.
1: Yeah. Um. I had, a, I had a dream um, of a page in a Bible that Jesus has touched and has now been stained with blood and also
0: a leather strand from the whip they flogged Jesus with. It was, was tucked down on a page, on that same page. The second part was that um, we were stood as an army, shoulder to shoulder, in a grid-like figure, and they were shouting for us to move to the right, to make way or a path on the left in a church room and someone at the front shouting make way thank you my darling it was such a powerful word and we prayed through this we sat at our tables and we asked what the lord was saying and then many of us came up and shared just what we felt the lord was saying also want to be accountable that's that's the beautiful thing about being part of a vineyard church it's not top down we're not told what to do but we have an authority structure that covers us and protects us and leads us and guides us and is there for us. And there's a wonderful man in the vineyard called Kevin McStay, and he moves amazingly in the prophetic and in dreams. He teaches on dreams and interpretation, teaches on the prophetic, and he's very well respected in the vineyard. And we know Kevin quite well. And so we sent Marty's dream to Kevin, And he took great trouble in praying this through and listening to the Lord, and this is what he said about it. So I hope you can hear this.
2: Thank you, Jill and Mark, for the dream. Um, a wonderful dream. So it's a parable. Uh, There's a couple of scenes in it. First one about the page in the Bible, the second one about the army. So like many parables, there's a setting and then a result. You know, God showing us a a blessing into, looking for the God, things that we want to pull out and magnify. We're looking for enemy things that we want to clock so that we... In terms of who it's about, I gather from the dreamer this feels like a scene. Um, because then they were shouting, and I'm assuming that they are goodies. They sound like the goodies. They'll be the angelic figures that are assigned towards us, giving us instruction and command. You know, that's what the angelic figures do. They are. Oh, sorry, there's the bit about makeway, I missed that here. So the shouting make way, so they're, they're giving those commands. That's right. And if we were to pray through this, I'd be praying something like, so thank you, Father, for this specific message that you've called us to in this time. You have a word for us. You want to speak to us. Lord, for all that you've done to accomplish the power and resurrection of the cross and all that you've done for this very moment through the cross. Thank you, for. The likes of Isaiah 53 and the sufferings that you have gone through for us. Lord, I thank you for the likes of um, Romans five. That not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know the changing us through this word, changing us by what you have done. Just like Paul prays in Philippians three: ten, I want to know Christ. We want to know Christ. Yes to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings becoming like him. Reveal this specific word in this time that we might be changed by what you've done, Lord Jesus, that we might become an army, that people in relationship, that we are in relationship, like, like a body, like Ephesians 4, those different elements of the body joined together. Thank you that we are shoulder to shoulder like the Roman army, like the army walking together. So Father show us relationship in this time. Lord help us to hear and respond to the angelic messengers just like Psalm 103:20. you his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding. Lord you have all the angelic forces assigned to us for everything you've called us to be and we want to respond to your commands We want to make way, Lord. We want to be able to prepare the way of the Lord and to make way for whatever you want us to be able to respond to in this time. We want to be able to move to the right. We want to be able to move to the left. We want to be people who prepare the way for the Lord and make straight paths for him. So, Holy Spirit, we want to be a people who recognise your specific word to us in this time. Who relate to once more the sufferings of Christ and how they are changing us to be more like Jesus, just like Romans five three, And that as a result, Lord, we will be joined together as your army um, in relationship, shoulder to shoulder, understanding and growing in that relationship and responding to your angelic commands, the angels of heaven assigned to us. For Father, you're doing something on our hearts to make way and prepare for the way of the Lord to come through. So, Father, change our hearts to be a people making way and preparing for Your hearts to come in us and through us. In Jesus' name, Amen. So, I hope that's helpful, Jill and Mark. Um, yeah. So, I'd be, I might, if it was me, I'd be reading through sufferings of Christ, uh, looking to be changed by that, talking about being one around that and um, that we're responding to the heavenlies the angels who are assigned to us and you know Ephesians 3.10 so that his intent was that now through the church the manifold wisdom of God be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms and that God wants to make a way in our hearts for him to come through to do things in grace purely but perhaps it's London or Perhaps it's part of what God is doing in the nation and the nations. Bless you. Praying for you.
0: Amazing, isn't it, that God would speak this much to us? And um, so what was Kevin picking out for us to respond to? First of all, it was a preparation for suffering, becoming like Jesus, And I think all of us can attest to having experienced that in the recent past or even experiencing it now. This is why God gave Audrey that word and Oliver the interpretation, because he knows what we're going through. We were prepared and warned and told. And the response to the angelic messengers, the voices. How have we responded to these words? Have they just passed us by? Or have we taken them in? Have we prayed them through? Have we stood on them? Have we sought God's face? And then making way, have we prepared our hearts to receive what the Lord is saying? We've had so many amazing prophetic words come through in our ministry time, every single Sunday? Are we responding to them? Are we taking these words to heart? If it's a word for us, do we take it home? Do we pray it through? Do we meditate on it? Because that's how much God loves us. He's actually speaking to us, not just from his word, which he does, but giving us a rhema word, a now word. We need to be aware How have we been changed through suffering? And I'm honestly not sure if there's anyone who's not experienced suffering in these past months, maybe through illness or personal problems or family situations. I think we can all relate to that, can't we? Has our trust and focus been on the Lord because of this message? Or has our faith been shaken because of what we've been through, forgetting that the Lord told us this would happen and prepared us. Have we really opened our hearts to make way for him? It's a good question. Or are we just going in our own way, relying on our own strength? How many of the decisions and plans that we make are in accordance with God's word and God's will? Or did we not even bother to ask? Perhaps you're in that place that Karen Ann described a few Sundays back. And Karen Ann, would you mind coming up to share that now? Thank you.
1: I um, Precious. Yeah, so I had this sense that the Lord was saying that dead things are coming alive. And I saw a tomb, and I felt that there had been a period of mourning, a period of pain, perhaps disappointment. And there was two sets of things. So there were things that had recently been buried, and there were things that had been buried for a long time. And um, the scripture that came to mind was Ezekiel 37. Um, okay just yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, so the Lord asks Ezekiel, son of man, can these bones live? Ezekiel said, sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then the Lord said to him, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. And I just felt that the Lord is breathing on things that have been buried and have been desolate for a long time, as well as things that have been buried for a short time and he's breathing on it and it's going to come back to life. Thank you, Precious.
0: Maybe things haven't happened the way we've expected it to, but this is a cry, here. The word of the Lord, and He's breathing life into your disappointments, into the things you may even have given up on. That's such an encouragement to us. And then I love what Oliver brought the same Sunday, and I've asked him to come and bring it again so we can be encouraged and lifted up. Thanks, Oliver.
3: Um, so the word I had from God was renew your calling. And for me, the sense of that was uh, to do with weariness. Um, and uh, Karen Ann does very well to always bring the verse, and it prompted me to bring a verse as well. Um, and it was 11, uh, Matthew 11:28, which is, "'Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, "'and I will give you rest.'" Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. And I think that that was the picture. It was the picture of the yoke, of being yoked to Jesus. And from that, I take the command that this is about our path. Are we pulling in the same direction as Jesus? Are we being wearied because actually we're pulling in a different direction to Jesus? And when you pull against the throne, you get um, mown down, I would say. <laughs> so that that call to renew our calling is about making sure that we're on the right path, that we're not getting distracted into other things. And I don't think this is about us putting down the yoke, not being with Jesus, it's about you know really being really precise and thinking what is it that Jesus is doing in our life now and how can we be part of that how can we pull in the same direction as him
0: thank you Oliver no problem it's about our calling and you know you don't have to be a senior pastor to have a calling God's got a calling on every one of our lives And it may not be to go to the nations or lead worship or plant a church. It may be to bring your children up in the knowledge and love of the Lord or something closer to home. Find out what it is and do it with all your heart. What is God calling you? What path is he leading you on? Where is he showing you? And are you walking? In that way, and our calling will change over our lifetime. So be sure to ask what your calling is now. He might have been calling you to something previously, and that call's been fulfilled. What is he calling you to now? And after our connect group on Tuesday, Jan sent me this short video, and um, it so encouraged me and blessed me. And I hope it will do the same for you. So let's just have a little watch at this video. Promises in
4: scripture with your name on them. There are now promises for your now story. And as you spend time in God's word and ask for a fresh revelation, he will highlight the word that he wants you to stand on. But the Lord God wants us to restore the roar. He wants his spirit to restore the roar in us. As my friend Melissa said, I might have said this at the open, hurt people, hurt people, heal people, heal people. And we have a broken, dysfunctional, traumatized world out there. And that's why the Lord is moving in and is healing balm in the church right now. He's taking some of those past things that we've refused to deal with. He's letting them surface. And you're wondering, what is happening to me? And it's the Father going, it is time for you to be healed because I have things I want you to do. He's got a next place of promise for you. So as you lean into the healing work of God, you'll know that he's a gentle surgeon. He, he e- extracts the lie with precision without destroying you. He is the healer. He's your defender. He's your advocate.
0: Hope that blesses you. Thanks, Jan, as much as it blessed me. God has promises us for us now. So ask for a fresh revelation. And are you ready to roar? with the lion of the tribe of Judah? Are you ready to stand with him and roar those promises into being? Or are you going to let the father of lives con you into believing that those promises are not for you? And I really needed to hear that message because I've been struggling with the cold and a sore throat for over two weeks now and it's just left me exhausted. I've spent some days in bed and I was losing my roar And so this was just such a blessing to me to know that, no, his promises are still true. They're for now, and I can roar again, so watch out. And then Tracy had a wonderful picture. She's on holiday in Norfolk now and shared this in our Connect group. And um, so she can't be here to share it, but she's just sent it to me to remind her. And she said, I had a picture of a very tall bell tower with the bells ringing in it with some urgency. I had a sense that this was a call to prayer. And it was such a strong and powerful call to prayer as the bells ring out. And um, church bells were always ringing out to call God's people to come together and pray or to give a warning. And our prayers are powerful. I just want to say this again. Our prayers are powerful. Stop and think for a minute how many of your prayers and the prayers that we've prayed as a church God has already answered. He really has been faithful. So this is just a little snapshot of what God's been saying to us now, and I don't want us to lose it. And I'd like to finish with um, the last prayer point on Friday's prayers, that God would equip us in the power of the Holy Spirit to live out the call of our lives. That God would equip us in the power of the Holy Spirit to live out the call on our lives. Maybe that could be your prayer point this week, that you would pray this every day and make sure that you are being equipped for what God is calling you to do. So as you join together on your tables now, and while you are at home, you're going to break bread together. And would you remember Christ's suffering? That's what we started with. And know that he is with you in your suffering. And if you are suffering at this point, as you break bread... Ask for prayer at your table. And then, have you made way in your life for the word? And have you made way for Jesus? Or are you still going your own way? And if that's you, if you really haven't put Christ first, if you really are going through life on your path, won't you repent, confess, and then ask the people around your table to pray for you, to help you, to get your focus back on Christ, to walk the path that he has laid out for you. And then have you been disappointed or felt that your prayers haven't been answered and you're carrying a heavy burden? This word came through today, so it's relevant. It's a rhema word for today. If this is you, share, if you can, and ask for prayer. Remember you're surrounded by the army of grace and God's ministering angels are there for you, protecting and guiding. So if you're struggling, get that prayer this morning. Are you operating in your calling now? Or you do
2: Thank do you, not Jill and Mark, for the dream that you sent through. Uh,
0: you're welcome, a Kevin.
2: Dream. So to
0: Are you operating in your calling now? Or do you not even know for sure what your calling is? And if that's something that's bothering you, share it with your group and get them to pray prophetically into your life, asking God to show you. Do you need a fresh revelation of the promise God has for you? Are you feeling a bit weary? Are you struggling? Ask your group to speak into your life, and bring out the roar? And then can you finish by praying over each person that God would equip him or her in the power of the Holy Spirit to live out the call on their lives and know that your prayers are heard and that they are like sweet incense to God. So I hope this has been a little reminder of what God has been saying to us so we don't just pass it on and carry on. So the points will be up there. As you break bread together, each one of you be open, honest, and vulnerable. What do you need prayer for? Where is the area you're struggling? What is it that you want God to say and do? And then let people gather around you and pray for each other. So we've got time to do that. And for those of you that are at home, online, I'm sorry you can't be with us, but Um, As we finish the broadcast for you, just take time as you break bread to, to think of what God has been saying to you so that you can change, you can make way.